say hello to Floyd Little and Jim Brown, Sean Tucker in the orange record books with his fifth touchdown of the game. All across CNY. Kick the tires and light the fires, Big Daddy. It's the 315. Hardy faking feeds the Grace Jameson. He scores! Here's Brian Higgins. And welcome in. Final day of the week. Finally getting our way toward the big game uh, tomorrow. Another big game. This is three weeks in a row. We're working our way toward a big game. Exhausting all these big games. Hard work being 6-1. and one. Well, we're going to talk a little Cuse and the Irish. Here on the program today, Cuse and Notre Dame. Dome tomorrow at noon. And, uh... What a time to be in the queues. The president's hanging out yesterday. There's a blimp just circling above our heads today. Good year blimp at the game tomorrow. Well, good year blimp in the sky tomorrow. They won't be able to so much to see the game from there, but you'll be able to see them from here when you're walking in the dome tomorrow. And the Irish are here. Only the second ever visit from Notre Dame to the dome. So looking forward to that one at noon tomorrow. And have you heard? Have you heard this? The game tomorrow is officially sold out, for one. This is only the second time in the history of the Dome there are consecutive sellouts. How about that? You might not be able to guess the other one if I uh, gave you a chance. So I won't. I'm just going to tell you. It was the last two games of the 1980 season. Not of the 1998 season, which were Virginia Tech, Stephen Brobinski, and Miami, Donovan McNabb's last two games. Not the last two games of the 1987 season. Boston College, West Virginia, Michael Owens, two points. No, no. It was the last two games of the 1980 season, a.k.a. the first year of the Dome, Pittsburgh and Navy. That is the only time in the history of the whatever-you-want-to-call-it Dome that the building has been sold out two games in a row. And, you know, this game against Notre Dame was always ticketed toward, okay, this has got to be a sale. You got Notre Dame. This was the hottest ticket in the building going back to when the schedule came out and tickets started being sold, and especially the way the tickets were sold. First, you could only get them in season tickets, and it was the last game where you could buy them just by themselves and officially uh, went sell out earlier this week. The NC State game happened more organically due to the way the season was going. But, you know, back in 80, the building was a curiosity. Man, well, got to get to this building. Had nothing really to do to the season that happened. The, the season was unremarkable other than, look at this, a dome on campus. What in the world will they think of next? But here we are, back-to-back sellouts. One more dome game after this in two weeks' time against Florida State. Three in a row would just be unprecedented. But what they are doing At the old JMA Dome tomorrow, there is an orange out. That means, for those that don't get it, everyone wear your orange to the game tomorrow. So we're telling you about the orange out in the game tomorrow. Now, what I have in my hands here, what I'm wearing, I'm wearing an orange shirt. Those of you on QSportsTalk.com, orange is not a subtle color. You can see that I'm wearing an orange shirt. What I have in my hands here is yet another orange shirt. This one is still in the packaging. This is official team gear here. This is a Nike official dry fit orange polo block S. We got to see what else is on. I've not, I've yet to even take this thing out of the bag. 
That is how new and fresh it is. It's size extra large. I am not size extra large, so this is good. I'm going to swim in this a little bit. We're going to uh, we're going to get this thing ready to go uh, right now. With the you can you, how does that sound? We're we're opening the package right into the microphone. Oh yeah. Oh, that's a good opening noise. All right. So let's see what we got. We got the uh, we got the orange polo here. Tags still on. This is a retail price eighty dollars shirt. We don't skimp on these puppies. We're gonna we're gonna unfold. We got a uh, it's a snap up. It's a snap up polo situation. That's unusual. So we've got uh, we got three snaps here. I'm going to put the shirt on in hopes of later taking it off because uh, what we're going to do here today is have a little um, a giveaway. I'd call it a race, but we don't want to promote speeding. So if you'd like this orange shirt, let's unfold it and get a look. We've got um, Block S. We've got the ACC football patch on the left sleeve. This is a this is good official team gear. We got we got the tag still on. We'll, we'll see if it's still on uh, later. If it just annoys me uh, during the course of the show, but here's what we're gonna do. This is going to be a show worn shirt, not game worn, but show worn. Got to remove the headphones to accomplish this. It says Syracuse Orange on the back. This is official team gear. We're gonna put it on so I can be doubly orange here today. Great radio, I'm sure, is somebody putting on a shirt. But that, we're breaking new ground here today. We are putting on clothes. So, shirt on, officially. It's very large on me. I am generally a, a medium in Nike polos, sometimes a large, depending. This is an extra large. I am not really extra large in anything, but if you are an extra large, stand up to model. It's very long. It's a long shirt. If you are extra large, it will fit you well. So what we're going to do you well, why am I explaining this shirt so much? This shirt, this now 315 with Brian Higgins shirt can be yours for the low, low price of absolutely nothing. Here's what you have to do. We're sitting here at 235 Walton Street. That is the west end of Walton Street. Do not attempt to get here from the east end of Walton Street because you will drive into a giant hole in the middle of the road and the construction crew that has been working diligently, and I'm still not quite sure what they're doing, but they've been working on it for about a month, they'll be very annoyed that you have driven into their construction project. So come from the other way. Walk, don't run. Speed limit, obey, please. Uh, if you would like this shirt so you can properly head to the game, and especially if you're going to the game tomorrow and need some orange paraphernalia or whatever, if you just want official team gear and you've always been looking forward to owning some official team gear, but you do not want to pay it, Pay for it. If you just want another orange shirt and you're a Syracuse fan that has 8 million orange shirts, here's what we're going to do. Come to the studio, to the station, 235 Walton Street, downtown. Come on down. Call our number, 315-437-7644. That is 4ESPN44. And um, if you're the first person here that calls the number, we are going to give you the shirt live on air. Oh, we'll bring it out to you. We we can we we think we can still be live on air, walking down the hallway, out into the road. Uh, Jordan's in charge of the technology. We've we, we're reasonably certain we can pull this off without you know knocking the whole radio station off the airways. But uh, I would like to give you a show worn shirt. How about that? We talk about game worn paraphernalia that adds value. Show worn shirts probably decrease value, but we can shove it back in the bag. It can be almost new. As you heard, this was in a bag just seconds ago. So, again, come down here. 
Because what we're doing here, um, you, you got to put in some effort to get the shirt. These are not tickets, which we can just email you a link and get it into your Ticketmaster. This is an actual shirt. And I don't want you to have the shirt unless you really want this thing. So get your butt down here. Call the number when you get here, 315-437-7644 for ESPN 44. You can talk to Jordan or Matt out there, whoever picks up the line. And once that happens, park out front. There's street parking. And we will get the shirt out to you. So that is what we were doing here today. And if nobody comes down and takes the shirt, I guess I'm just going to wear this thing for the next two hours and put it back in the bag. Your loss. But uh, let's let's give away this shirt off my back before the end of the show. That is our, our current game plan, to give away uh, this shirt before the end of the show. Uh, while we are waiting to give away this shirt, we have much to do on the program today. We can hit the uh, greater college football world at large. We'll do that at 2.30 with Brett McMurphy, now of Action Network, previously of ESPN. And uh, Brett's been all over the place, one of the uh, top college football insiders out there. So we'll get his thoughts on Syracuse, his thoughts on Notre Dame, his thoughts on Syracuse versus Notre Dame, and his thoughts on uh, whatever else is going on in the college football world. We'll talk to Brett at 2.30. At 3.30, we'll talk Buffalo Bills. Dan Fates, Wham, Rochester will join us at 3.30. We'll talk Bills, their game with the Packers. Uh, this weekend, their new stadium to open in 2026, yet to be begun, but r- they've rendered it, renderings, but eyes on, uh, were out there uh, yesterday, so we'll see what Dan has to think about uh, the future new digs of your Buffalo Bills, and uh, what's going on uh, with the team trade deadline coming up, will the Bills partake, do they need to partake, as the Chiefs just partook from the Giants with Kadarius Tony. It feels like a win-win trade or a lose-lose trade, depending on how you look. Uh, the Giants lost their first-round draft pick from last year, but didn't really want him anyway. Got a couple of draft picks coming in, so uh, not a bad thing. And we'll see how that uh, that all plays out here going forward. But we'll talk to Dan at 3.30 about uh, the Buffalo Bills. But uh, until then, we're going to keep it mostly on this Syracuse-Notre Dame game, which kicks off at noon tomorrow in the Dome with the blimp high above. But I joke that, you know, you bring a blimp to an event that has a roof on it. What's the point? But, you know, the Goodyear blimp, it's a status affair for your game. Like, the blimp shows up. Well, it's not showing up for the third ACC Network game. They don't blimp those games. They blimp you at ACC at noon. Or, pardon me, ABC at noon. Not ACC. It's the ACC on ABC. And the Orange have been on ABC now back-to-back weeks at noon. You don't play in those games in back-to-back weeks solely because of the opponent. It helps. Clemson and Notre Dame, for sure. Uh, but the Orange have been a worthwhile football product this year at 6-1. And, and and here we go. Back-to-back sellouts in Dome history. Local crowd into it. Orange out of the game. Second-ever Cuse notre Dame game in the Dome. The last one memorable because of one Walter Reyes and running for more than 200 yards and running for five touchdowns. Which brings us to the actual on-field product in this game and how it could be similar, or let's put it this way, how it hopefully will be similar to that 2003 game. Sean Tucker coming off a five-carry game. His previous low was the first game he played in. Back in his freshman year against Pittsburgh, he had four. 
every other game since then, he's had more than that. All of those games since then, he had at least double-figure carries until the Clemson game last week. Five carries. Five catches as well. He is second on the team in receptions with 28 to Aronde Getson. That's four games. That's pretty good for a running back. Hmm? With five carries last week, there is not a chance in this world under the blimp in an empty field anywhere that the game after Sean Tucker essentially has the fewest carries of his career since he, you know, legit started it, is going to have that happen again. No way, no how, no sir, no ma'am, can't be, won't be. And I don't care what Notre Dame's defense is. I I don't care if they've got 11 guys in the box that refuse to tackle anybody else. Sean Tucker is getting more than five carries in this game. What can he do with them? Well, he's played against Notre Dame once before. It was the final game of that long-forgotten 2020 COVID year, Sean's freshman year. Well, he ran for more than 100 yards in South Bend against Notre Dame, against a better Notre Dame team than this. A Notre Dame team that won the ACC regular season, which is the only time in their history they've ever been able to say that, and against a Notre Dame team that made the college football playoff. Sean Tucker put up north of 100 yards and had a 40-yard touchdown in South Bend. Cooper Lutz that day, remember that name, he also ran for more than 100. He had an 80-yard touchdown late. So Sean has run against a better Notre Dame team than this and run well. Now, the Orange got crushed that day. The rest of Syracuse's team is much better now. Heck, Sean's much better now. Let's see if Sean can have a Walter Reyes kind of game. Because you do that at noon on ABC with the blimp and the whole thing against Notre Dame. Not that people don't know Sean Tucker's name. But everyone will know Sean Tucker's name if he does that. And if Sean Tucker does that, the Orange are going to win the game. Now, it's not to say you're not going to abandon Garrett Schrader throwing the ball. You're not going to abandon the read option and Garrett Schrader running the ball. Nor should you. But Sean Tucker needs the ball. Sean Tucker is your best player. And you shouldn't be calling games here in week eight based on the fact that you made a preseason Heisman campaign or any of that. Like, Sean was never going to win the Heisman. That's beside the point. You still make those campaigns. You do the whole thing. It's what's done. It's what should be done. But he's still that guy. He can say he's not hurt, and he tweeted that after the game. He's a little banged up. He's been out of games here. But he's not, you know, hurt, injured. He's banged up. There's a difference. Because when he's been in the game, he's been fine. It hasn't been quite like last year. But it was always going to be a long road for it to be like last year just because of how other teams were going to prepare for this season. And you didn't want it to be like last year, did you? Sean had that great year. You went 5-7. and seven. Well, you needed to do something else to win more games this year. And the Orange have done that. You're 6-1. and one. It's great. But this is the week. Let's see the full Sean Tucker experience. Let's see a huge Sean Tucker game in the Dome tomorrow. And if that happens, I think you're going to see an Orange win. Let's have Sean remind us of Walter Reyes. Because last season, maybe we said it a little late in his freshman season. That season was so weird, it was hard to make any proclamations about anything. But I definitely had this conversation last year with multiple people. Best Syracuse running back since Walter Reyes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And then later in the season, you start making grander proclamations. But that that is forgetting how good Walter Reyes was. He was a great, a great college football player. Johnny is the best Syracuse running back since then, for sure. Kind of resembles him in stature somewhat. Running style a little bit, too. Let's have a Sean Tucker day Saturday in the Dome. Run it down their throats with that guy. And then you can have your Gatson and your Schrader and whatever else you may find. A second wideout, a deep shot to Alfred. All the other stuff that goes along with it. But I think what we saw last week is that certainly in the second half of the game, it's not that Clemson wasn't paying attention to Sean Tucker. But they knew because of game plan, they didn't have to worry about it as much. I think this week, especially early, it is time for Syracuse to make other teams remember who Sean Tucker is. And I think they can accomplish it in this game coming up this week. All right, we're rolling along here on the show. Brett McMurphy, Action Network College Football Insider, coming up at 2.30. We'll take a kind of a, a bigger picture look at the rest of the nation. Here, little Dino Babers when we come back. And again, uh, the, the shirt I am wearing can be yours if uh, – if you're coming back, is somebody already here? There's possibly somebody already here. This could be our next segment now to come get the shirt. But uh, 315-437-7644 is the number. I'm wearing a nice, brand-new, extra-large, official team issue, very orange Syracuse football uh, polo shirt that I would love for you to have to wear to the orange out tomorrow. So get down here to the studio, uh, give the station a call, and we will come outside and give you a shirt. What better deal is there than that? We'll take a break. Much more to come here on the 315 on this Friday afternoon. It's QSportsTalk.com and ESPN Radio. Watch your favorite ESPN Syracuse Sports Talk shows on QSportsTalk.com. This is the 315 with Brian Higgins. All right. Uh, so we're, um, we're, we're about to do a stupid radio stunt. Hmm? Who doesn't like those? Uh, Joe. Joe is outside listening into his car. He's in front of the building. Hello, Joe. Uh, I can't hear you yet because you're just outside. So I'm talking to you. I hope you saw the show on. This would be really awkward if you don't hear anything I'm saying right now. But Joe has heard that we're giving away a shirt. He's outside. Uh, Jordan's behind me. What we're going to do here, and hopefully this doesn't break the radio station, is right now uh, we are going to uh, go outside on the air and give Joe the shirt off my back so he can properly wear it to the orange out tomorrow. So uh, let, let's try to do this. We got Jordan's on the camera here. We're, we're leaving the room. We have completely failed at the segment. So uh, that that is how we've done this. I, we thought we were on the air, but walking away from the mic, and uh, nobody heard anything uh, whatsoever. So so while we're attempting to uh, do this radio uh, stunt that we thought we would, <laughs> I, you know, so, somebody wants this orange shirt. I I could swear that we we have producers bickering in the hallway. We have broken the radio station. I suck at my job. All right. Have we completely failed at the the whole idea here? So Joe is coming in, but apparently Joe is very popular, and he is now being stopped by other people oh, at the station. Okay, so so Joe. Joe has come into the room. Even better, I don't even have to go outside for our our silly radio stuff. Welcome to the show, Joe. Uh, here, here's what we're going to do. Thank you for driving down here for one. Um, Joe is here. 
Well, we'll bring this mic over for you, Joe. So I'm glad you came down, and you are about to be uh, the recipient of this nice shirt here. That's a fabulous shirt. So I have to tell you that that thing is it's going to look better on me. It is absolutely going to look better on you. Thank you for the compliment, Joe. So uh, here we are. Let's uh, let's take off the shirt and and give it to Joe. It's got snaps, snaps. here. Yeah, nice. I, I don't know how you feel about snaps, but they feel sturdy. So I feel good about well, this. It's good. It's better to better that snaps than buttons. Buttons. Pull off too easily. That's true, and you, you got to have a lot of dexterity with the buttons. But again, for the the people on Q Sports Talk, here is the shirt. This is a brand new. This is something. Look at this shirt, Joe. I'm uh, very happy to be presenting this to you. Yeah, isn't that a great Thank orange shirt? Much. Whoa! You've got the. We got to show off the official patch here. You got the oh, official yeah, ACC patch. So I don't recommend this, but you're going to be wearing like the same stuff the coaches are wearing tomorrow. So you might be able to pass for one. And like um, sneak down there and call some plays. Yeah, you know what? Maybe I will bring some pair of head. I'll bring a pair yeah. of headphones. Bring a headset, and you can really trick them. <laughs> and you've got the hat with the orange on it yeah, right now. Yeah, you gotta now. have an orange. Yeah, you gotta have everything. It's gotta be orange. Okay, Joe. Thank you so much for coming down. Thank I'm you, very Brian. glad I that I could help you out with the orange. A lot. Thank you very much. And I've seen some of my friends that I haven't seen in a while. Also. Okay. That's been fun. Okay. Outstanding. Thank you. I'm glad you could come down here and get the shirt. And that. Folks, is how you do a stupid radio stunt. That is how we get Joe in here yeah. and hook him up with the shirt. Yeah, I broke all the speed limits, but don't. Yeah, nobody. You weren't supposed to say that no, out loud, no, Joe. No, no, no. That's for the break. If you say it during the break, you can't get a ticket. <laughs> On the air, they can find you. All right, Joe, congratulations. Thank I'm glad you, you can much, come down Brian. and get the shirt. Appreciate it very much. Enjoy the show. Okay, thanks so much. That's Joe, and he is the proud owner of a new orange shirt, which I no longer have to wear for the rest of the show. This is a win-win for everybody. And with that... With that, uh, we're going to take a break, and Brett McMurphy joins us when we come back here. It's QSportsTalk.com and ESPN Radio. Can we review our status here, Cy? Let's look at this thing from a uh, from a uh, standpoint of status. Can't go backwards. Can't go forward. What am I going to do? Hey, what happened? You have nothing better to do at 3 o'clock in the afternoon? Lisa, if you don't like your job, you don't strike. You just go in every day and do it really half-assed. That's the American way. This is a great day. A really great day. All across CNY, it's the 315 with Brian Higgins. Halfway home. Here's what's happened so far. All right, here's what's happened so far. We engaged in a zany radio stunt. I gave away the shirt off my back, the orange shirt off my back. It almost failed completely. Then it worked out well with uh, now friend of the show, Joe, coming in to claim his brandy new orange out, coach's official orange shirt, and he can uh, wear it tomorrow when watching the orange play Notre Dame as part of the orange out at noon. What else do we do? We talked to Brett McMurphy as he was readying a tweet that Stan Drayton, former Orange running backs coach, not part of his tweet, is to miss the game with Temple this week. And if you were with us during the Qs.com break, we have uh, reviewed the 10 top supplemental draft picks in NFL history. Why? I don't really remember why we started doing that. Doesn't matter. Fun time. Rob Moore is one of the top supplemental draft picks in NFL draft history. We'll probably never talk of that again. Anyway, back of the show, hour two. We'll switch to the NFL for a bit in a moment. Dan Fates covers the Bills, WHAM, Wham, Rochester. He'll join us at 3.30 today on the show. Bills are on Sunday Night Football this week. 
double-digit favorites against Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. The Bills are, I mean, every team is. The Bills have been very good as double-digit favorites recently. Like, when they've been better than people the last couple of years, they just crush them. So we'll see if they can uh, do that to Aaron Rodgers on primetime Sunday Night Football, Mike Tirico, Sunday night. Or if Aaron Rodgers can have uh, a little Aaron Rodgers renaissance out in Buffalo. Also talk to Dan about the uh, stadium uh, drawings, the renderings. It has been rendered. It has been seen. Shovels in ground soon enough. New stadium in Buffalo across the street from the current. Uh, expected to be ready to roll for 2026. So we'll get to that at 3.30. But right now, we must, as we do every Friday, get back into our picks. And hopefully find you some winners this week. And before I do that, I have to click the right button on the computer for it to do this. Could we have the money now? The answer is no. I'm afraid I must insist. I'm telling you, it's a lock. But it rained last night. Exactly. What if there was a restaurant that didn't serve any food and just served up gambling? This horse loves the slop. It's I thought gambling was illegal. <laughs> Not if no one sees you do it. Father was a mother. His mother was a mother. His mother was a mother. No, I think it still is. But not if no one knows about it. I didn't know you know how to play poker, Lois. Yeah. Well, how you doing? Yeah. That's good, honey. Guaranteed bets. The man is a gambler. Results not guaranteed. Pay that man his money. It's the man who sort of knows. All right. As a preface, two prefaces. The man who sort of knows went 4-1 and one last week and hit big on the CFL and the cars that turn left. One year, one year units uh, last week. The man who sort of knows was not thrilled about this week's slate of anything. But he went to work. So I, I don't know how much uh, the man who sort of knows is standing behind the picks this week as others. Anyway, here, are, here they are. Here are those picks. Just one American football pick this week. Only one. The Dolphins are playing the Lions. The Lions are not good so much at the defense. Here is the pick. Tua took a Viola over 38 and a half yards as his longest completion of the day. Tua took a Viola over 38 and a half yards, a.k.a. either Tyreek Hill or Jalen Waddle is going to catch a long one or catch a medium run and run for a ways. The Dolphins have hit that about half the time this season. The Lions have given it up about half the time that season. They, they passed that long. It's a very high number uh, for a longest completion uh, prop. But when you got Tyreek and Waddle, it is, uh, it's in play essentially every play. So that is the NFL pick. Again, for the third straight week, we go north of the border. And for the third straight week, the British Columbia Lions are involved with a pick by the man who sort of knows. But not for the third straight week are we picking the BC Lions to win. Now, if you want to go full degenerate mode, here's what you do. You bet first half lines in the CFL. This game kicks off at 8.30 tonight. The Winnipeg Blue Bombers uh, clinched the number one seed long ago. Playoffs start next week in the CFL. These teams played two weeks ago. I don't quite understand CFL scheduling. Uh, the man who sort of knows gave you BC as a slight favorite in that game because Winnipeg was benching everybody and they covered easily and won. This week, 
the presumptive MVP of the CFL, you remember this name, former Cincinnati quarterback Zach Caleros, is apparently the best player in all of Canada. He hasn't played the last couple weeks. He's fine. They clinched the one seed. They were resting. They are going to play him in the first half tonight to resharpen the tools for the playoffs. So the best team in the league, Winnipeg, the Blue Bombers, are getting the starters warming the engines back up in the first half tonight. Winnipeg is a three-point first-half favorite tonight against British Columbia. Take the Bombers in the first half, says the man who sort of knows, and you got to do that today. That game kicks at 8.30 tonight out in Western Canada. That game is in Winnipeg. The rest of the man who sort of knows picks tonight are happening in the great state of Virginia, the Commonwealth of Virginia, in Martinsville. It's the short track this weekend. Uh, we got to figure out what is the most degenerate pick, a CFL first half line or a NASCAR Xfinity Series pick. The Xfinity Series is essentially the AAA of NASCAR. These are our options. Saturday, NASCAR Xfinity Series. A.J. Allmendinger is actually a longtime uh, Cup Series uh, driver, is uh, primarily, I guess, in the Xfinity Series this year. He's plus 100 to go top five. He's been top five in nine of the last 12 races in which he has driven in the Xfinity Series and already has a third-place finish at Martinsville from back in the spring. Allmendinger, plus 100, top five Xfinity Series NASCAR race on Saturday in Martinsville. We got two for you from the Cup Series on Sunday as they are concluding uh, the playoffs uh, very soon here uh, for NASCAR. I believe this is the last race before the final race of the season where you get the champion. Here's the two for you. Another top 10 pick. Man who sort of knows has been scalding with the top 10 picks. He's hit four the last five weeks. Justin Haley, plus 850 to finish top 10. He has finished top 10 in his last two short track appearances. Justin Haley, plus 850 to finish top 10 at Martinsville. And the other that the man who sort of knows has is Chase Elliott to win. He's to win at plus 650. He's the favorite to win the race. Here's why. At the last four races in Martinsville, the spring one this year, two last year, and the fall one the year before, he's led 710 laps. Uh, to put that in perspective, it's slightly more than a third of the laps that have been raced there. They race a lot of laps. The, the track is a little bit more than a half mile long, so they just keep going around and around and around and around in a paperclip. Uh, last five times at Martinsville, he's gone top five in three of the five. He would have won this spring at a bad late pit stop. Don't let that dissuade you from Chase Elliott plus 650. So the man who sort of knows and went four and one last week as Tua Tugaviola over 38 and a half yards for his longest completion on Sunday against the Lions. Tonight in the CFL, Winnipeg to cover the three in the first half versus the BC Lions. Don't accidentally be picking the full game. NASCAR in Martinsville, Xfinity Series race tomorrow. H.A. Allmendinger, plus 100 for a top five. On Sunday in the Cup Series, Justin Haley, plus 850 for a top 10. And a winner for you, Chase Elliott, is plus 650 uh, to win the race. The man who sort of knows, sort of knows about NASCAR. We'll see how that goes this weekend. Those are his, uh, That's the most esoteric picks that he has uh, given us so far uh, this year. So we'll keep track of that when he was 4-1 last week and made you uh, big units. We'll keep track of that, and we shall review it when we turn the page and come back on Monday. We'll take a break now. Our fine producer, Matt, will be in with a 4-1-1 in the 3 one We'll take our Friday spin around the National Football League when we come back. Dan Faints to talk about the Buffalo Bills at 3.30. Back after this is QSportsTalk.com and ESPN Radio.